Um, I, I don't, I don't have an intro. What, what's up, everybody? <laughs> we're, we're back. I'm running on like no sleep. We're talking about the most mediocre movie. Oh man! Possible the Flash, and uh, maybe some other shit too, but also maybe not. But we're talking about the Flash. Uh, Strapping, we got opinions. What a what a low energy intro. Strap Uh, on Flash. Strap on Flash. Get hyped, baby. Lube up. It's the Infinity Watch (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Welcome to the Infinity Watch Podcast. My name is Tommy, and I'm here with my NC-17 co-host, Eric. Oh, yeah. Before it was, before it was rated X, it's <laughs> NC-17. We are in Season 4, Episode 5, here to talk about The Flash. Man, we got a writer strike going on. Reddit is like half dead. Yeah. R.I.P. This is what the apocalypse looks like in mm-hmm. 2023. What is one even supposed to do? You go to see the Flash, apparently, and let me tell you, yeah. it's pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I think, it, and by the way, starting now, uh, full spoilers for the Flash. Um, for this entire podcast, I mean, we're probably not going to like spoil anything right off the rip, but just so you know, full spoilers. Um, so did they fix Christopher Reeve for the movie? I mean, did they, they brought him back to life? Fix him? What do you, they like, I don't know. They just, they brought him right back. They, they figured out how to regenerate someone's body. Yeah, yeah, I, CGI is absolutely crazy. Sorry, I just was trying to spoil something right off the bat. It's no, that's... <laughs> you want to know a little quick story, though? In, uh, this, uh, this honestly was not meant to be a bad thing, but maybe some people might think it's a bad thing. In fourth grade, we had to do like biographical um, like uh, reports on people. Like you'd read a book, like an autobiography or something. And then they filmed it like you're supposed to dress up as the person. And I dressed up as Christopher Reeve. And I had like a little tech vest on from from uh, Old Navy because that was like that time. But then I had a Superman shirt on underneath so I could reveal it halfway through. <laughs> but my friend, my best friend's mom worked at a hospital. And so she got me one of those little like neck breather things. Because he was paralyzed, right? What? And we taped it to my neck. No. And I and I was in a no. wheelchair in the no, video. No, 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 no. That's not allowed. Right? That's like bad you now, isn't it? You can't do that. There's a video of that somewhere. I love oh I love Superman god. so much in fourth grade. I loved Christopher Reeve. Oh my god. So seeing him in the movie was actually kind of cool. <laughs> but you could tell Adam Adam West family was like, nah. Disuse, disuse footage. Well, apparently, I saw 
I, I mean, we're we're really jumping right into it. There's a there's a there's a point in the movie where they do a bunch of these little like weird CGI cameos, and apparently, the the Jay Garrick version of the Flash that made an appearance, I believe, is from the TV series, which is like, then where the fuck is Grant Gustin? He's the only one How that didn't you, show up. Uh, crazy. Crazy, and he's by far the least annoying and best interpretation of the Flash we've ever seen. Uh, because while I did not hate Ezra Miller's performance, despite the fact that they are clearly a terrible fucking person, uh, it was it was it was okay, but like undeniably annoying uh, for sure. The entire performance and Grant Gustin is great and not annoying. And it makes me sad that he didn't get to uh, make an appearance here. All right. So of all of the cameos, we technically, we got Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman because she's in everything. Yep. Jason Momoa shows up in the post-credit sequence. Oh, really? Yeah, we didn't We didn't. Yeah, we just that. left. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, we see like, what is supposed to be a CGI Henry Cavill Superman like fighting like near a volcano. Uh, George Clooney comes back as Batman at the end. Nicolas Cage as what his Superman was supposed to look like in a super CGI version fighting his gigantic spider robot. You got Christopher Reeve as Superman and Helen Slater as Supergirl. You see Adam West as Batman. You see George Reeves as Superman, like the OG Superman, and um, Teddy Sears as as Jay Garrick from the from the show, which is what you were talking about. Oh, we okay. also get Thomas Curry too, uh, uh, Arthur Curry's dad, and then obviously we know oh, wow. about uh, Jeremy Irons as Alfred. Yeah, yep, Ben yep. Affleck. Ben Affleck. But yeah, it was uh, like some of those were fine, but then it just became like. A cameo fest. There was like there a solid five-minute cameo fest. The problem is there was... N- I mean, do we want to get into this so heavy right off the bat? Or do we want to... <laughs> how, how do you want to do we it? We can do whatever we want. But let's... We'll, we'll do like just a tiny little update that we can go through it chronologically. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, here to talk about The Flash. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts. But uh, before that, writer strike going on. Movies are getting pushed back like crazy. Um, so I don't want to I don't want to go too heavy on the dates. Um, the only good thing was that Deadpool actually moved up. It's supposed to come out uh, next November and now it's coming out next May. Is and that so, a good thing, though? I don't know. <laughs> I, I am skeptical. Supposedly they can't like ad lib. Yeah. Which yeah. seems really stupid. Though you should be able to then, you know, like ADR it in post production, because he's wearing a mask, right? So, yeah, assuming it gets figured out by sometime. I would, I, if the well writer strike May. is not figured out before next year, we're all in big trouble. I mean, I think it's not impossible. I would say that's true. Nothing's impossible if you dream it. Eric. That is true. But yeah, uh, we got a new title for Captain America 4. Now it's called Captain America Brave New World. 
instead mm. of New World Order. Downgrade, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know. They're both kind of like, eh. Yeah, they're both pretty mid. We'll see. But yeah, that's all been pushed back. That's moved to August 2024. Thunderbolts has then moved to December 2024. Um, Blade. That's gone to February 2025. They yeah, say it's still happening. That's gone to February 2020. Never. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Movies never fucking coming out ever. Sadly. Fantastic Four is in May 25. Um, and then the Avengers movies, Kang Dynasty is in, um, May 2026, and as Secret Wars is May 2027. So, buckle in. I'm, I'm very worried about, I guess just the MCU in general. I don't know if Same. they're going to be able to hold enough hype for any of this shit. It's all probably going to be mediocre. Like, I don't know. When was the last great MCU movie? Great? Yep. I mean, you know, people will say No Way Home, and that, and that movie was... I, it was great, but it wasn't great in the same way that like Endgame was. I would say for me, probably Endgame. Endgame was was like right out of the park. I mean, that's like the the like the climax of all movie climaxes of all time. It, it's an all timer. Yeah, and then and, and and like Spider Man's really it is great. I'm not even gonna say really good. Like it is great, but it's not in the same way. You know what I mean? It's like. It's not. Is, is as, it like a five out of six instead of a six out of six? Yeah, it's just not as vast and epic. It's like Endgame yeah. is like, how is this even possible? And and Spider Man's like, yeah, I see how this is possible. <laughs> like pretty pretty straightforward. When Infinity War came out, I was feeling fatigue, and I remember not watching a lot of the ads, and I would see some of them, and I go, I don't think this movie is going to be very good. That was my thought at the time. And then Infinity War came out. And that shit blew me away. Mm-hmm. Like, just great. And so, super fucking hype. Ant-Man and the Wasp came out. And then I was like, okay, that was, like, really enjoyable, too. Small story. Yep, yep. And that post credit scene just, like, just amped me up. Captain Marvel. I love that movie. I saw that the most in the theater than I ever did. And then Endgame came out. And I was like, I don't know if they can do this. I don't know if they can pull it off. I've never felt as thoroughly satisfied seeing a movie as I did seeing that one. Yeah. It's just an unbelievably... I mean, it's basically as close as you could ever get to a perfect conclusion of a story yeah. arc. Yeah. It was... Just, they fucking stuck that landing so yeah. well. And while there's like... I, I really like Far From Home. I enjoyed that one. Um but, no way home, you mean? Uh, or, no, no, far, far from, from home. home. Yeah, okay, I, I okay. like both of those. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're all they're good. But I would say out of all the ones after that, I think the ones that really stuck with me are probably the two Spider-Mans. And other than that, I've been really like disappointed or it didn't quite do it for me. Yeah. Like Shang-Chi I enjoyed, but like it still yeah, wasn't wasn't like super great for me. And then Eternals I didn't like. Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness was was decent. 
but then the other ones have just been really weird. Like the last four movies, I think, have been really weird for me. Which is like Love and Thunder, Wakanda Forever, Quantumania, Guardians Volume 3. Just did not do it for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, certainly nothing has even come close to the uh, Infinity War Endgame duo. And And, you know, I don't even think I can blame it on just comic book fatigue. Because we just saw Across the Spider-Verse, and that shit is like my favorite movie in like the last long time. Yeah. Since Everything Everywhere All at Once, that is like my favorite movie by far. And it's just because it was actually good. Yeah, they... Yeah. I don't know what Switch flipped where... It seems like maybe it's just they're trying to rush them and maybe, you know, pulling them back a little bit will help. Uh, But it's like they just become okay with like a lower level of quality where I feel like before they weren't okay with it. It's like every like you knew when a Marvel movie was coming out, there was like an extremely high chance it was going to be at worst really, really good. Right, right. And now it's like, well, this could be shit. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's a crapshoot, 50-50. There was room for them to tell a story that was was quite interesting. You know, yes. If you can make two really great, and I would even say three really great Captain America movies, you should be able to make anything. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough because I should be super excited to see a Avengers Secret Wars movie even being in development, but I it only makes me worry. Yeah, yeah, it's a bummer. So, it's a we'll bummer. See. We'll see. I hope I hope I'm wrong, and I've been wrong so many same, times. Same, same, same. Hashtag Andor. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but uh, yeah, everything's getting pushed back, and this is just the start. You know, because the longer this goes on, the longer we'll wait. But um, I think it's for a good reason. So fucking pay people. You're making billions of dollars. You know, I don't understand why this is so difficult. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's fucking insane. I mean, fuck the billionaires. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) they already don't pay taxes on any of that stuff because they movies never make a profit. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Insane. But yeah, we got a lot of pushback coming on. We got Secret Secret Invasion. I almost said Secret Wars again. Secret Invasion starting off this upcoming week, and that'll go for six episodes. So we'll be uh, we'll be talking about that quite a bit. And then I think we might have a little bit of a wait unless there's uh, some shows that pop up because I think the next show is supposed to be Loki, and I don't think I have that coming out until like October. Oh, no, there's got to be something before October, right? uh, I have a feeling they might announce something that'll go in between there. I don't know. When is the Marvels? That is November. Wow, okay. So, yeah, there's a little bit of a gap there. Okay. We'll see. We could have, like, a What If Season 2, maybe? I don't know. Uh, I... I, I would pass on a what if season two. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't a super big fan of the first one. But. Yeah, yeah. I Well, 
I think I was a big fan of like one or two episodes and the finale. The finale, they yeah. Just, yeah, they just need to make it more good. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Maybe that's the theme <laughs> of the whole episode. Like, yeah, just make it. Just try a little harder. Let's make it a little better. We know yeah. it's possible. Everybody knows it's possible. It's been done. It's really movies are an amazing thing that like so many people could spend so much time and money and it still is just a big heap of garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Which I wouldn't call. I would I would call very few Marvel projects a truly like big heap of garbage. I, I think. Which but, ones would you call that? Quantumania. Fair. Mm, Guardians probably, Volume 3. <clears throat> I don't know if I'd quite. I would. I'll, I'm just gonna go out and say. I mean, that's I also fair. Uh, like, I wouldn't argue it. Uh, you on it, but I. But I. You know, I, that was a little. It wasn't quite so tragic for me. Yeah. Probably, probably, the Eternals. Love well, Thunder, but like maybe. the cinematography of the Eternals is undeniably, yeah. objectively beautiful. So yeah. like, it has that going for it. At you least. know, it's like a polished, but it's. Yeah, it, oh, yeah, 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 that's tough to argue, too. <laughs> a movie with, like, so many interesting characters should not be so boring. Yes, agreed, agreed. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'd even call The Flash, like, pure garbage. Um, no, it was just, like, boring. Yeah. Almost, or, or not lazy, maybe, like, lazy or... It's just like well, they fine. fucked. They fucked themselves with their marketing campaign, talking about how this is the greatest superhero movie ever ever made. Like, shut the fuck up forever. Nobody should ever be allowed to give quotes on movies like before they're out. Ever. I I will say it, it's the amount of people that have been like, oh, I heard that's been getting really good reviews to me about Flash, is astonishing. I'm it's like, crazy. Where are you hearing this? It's crazy. Like they've done such an amazing job of making it seem like this is uh this is yeah, again, just some like genre defining masterpiece and it's like no, this is just a continue this is Man of Steel Justice League. It's exactly that still. If you had fun yeah. with those movies and there's and I think there is fun to be had. I would never call them good. But, like, there's fun to be had in those movies. It's just those. It's still those. It's Snyderverse all the way. Nothing crazy about it at all. Like. Can I say something? Yeah. The Ben Affleck Batman scenes in both this movie and in the beginning of Batman vs. Superman are the best Batman movie. Oh, I mean that's insane. Yeah. That's a, that's actually insane. I loved it. No, 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 no. I no. loved it. No, no, no. That's, compared to like the newest crazy person. Compared to the newest Batman movie that came out, like not even close. I agree, but I still think the Dark Knight. I, I mean, it doesn't like the Dark Knight is such a high bar for me. Oh, I would say Batman Begins is better than the Dark Knight. I see why. You the, say that the Dark Knight I see is so good just that, because of Heath Ledger. That's yes, why the Dark agreed, good. agreed. But I, I think that's enough to make it better. That's fair. 
But, I would just say as a whole, I like Batman Begins better. Just the. the I think that's thing. fair too. I think that's fair too. All right, but so but just, to in, the, say, in the last ten years, okay, it's okay. easily the best Batman. Yeah, I did like like I like the whole. Those movies vibe. are so old. Wasn't Dark Knight Rises two thousand twelve? Yeah, probably. When did the Dark Knight come out? Let's see. While while you're looking that up, I I like the vibe of Pattinson Batman, but that movie was very forgettable. Yeah, I I didn't like it at all. Actually, I didn't hate it, but like it, it was wasn't way too memorable. Long. It was way too long. I thought yeah, the movie was ending, and then the third act started. Movies got to chill with these fucking. I liked it for a while, and now I'm over it. Like, let's bring back the hour and a half movie. This is getting fucking crazy. We don't need it. It's too, they're too long. I can't remember what movie we watched, but Mia and I watched a movie that was hour and 40 minutes long. That shit was um, just like so refreshing. Yeah, the best. The like, best. Oh man, it's ending. It's like sweet. Which like I don't I'm not even again. I love some really long movies, but like you better justify that shit. Yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, no, I, I love the Batman scene in the beginning of this movie. I thought it was really good. I actually think I like the Ben Affleck Batman scene more than some of the Michael Keaton ones. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I was surprised. I, I, you know, I've never been a big fan of his Batman, but I liked it. Yeah. To be honest, I thought all the Batman stuff in this movie was pretty forgettable. I thought this was going to be way more Batman move heavy than it was. Like, this is definitely a a flash movie. I thought it was a stealth Batman movie, but, uh, but it's not, it's, it's, it's for sure a flash movie. Also, I don't know if you like took particular note of this i fucking hated the ben affleck bat suit i don't know what was oh, going I on i really there. liked it it was different oh man i uh i was not a fan he had like a weird vest on it was like <laughs> oh yeah I, I i think i was so focused on the cowl that yeah he uh, did have a weird looking suit yeah i was just like what is this one of my neighbor's dogs is losing its goddamn mind right now <laughs> Gotta let the squirrels know what's up. Apparently, I keep thinking, I, can't, I have I can't two dogs out there, and I keep worrying that it's them. But I know I'm like my dog does not make that noise. Yeah, things going crazy. All right, so let's let's jump into it. Yep. Um, the movie opens up with the Flash helping uh, Batman and Wonder Woman stop a robbery from one of Falcone's terrorist groups trying to like steal some super chemicals. That is supposed to like wipe out like if it, if the chemical drops in the water, it's gonna wipe out half the city somehow. I don't really understand the logic there. Like, are people just drinking this water? Yeah, it's cla- it's classic you know, Batman logic you know. though. I would say. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like super common. <laughs> like, if the chemical touches the water, um, and so there's this cameo with Wonder Woman. There's Batman. They stop the bad guys. Blah blah blah. Um. This was one of the worst opening scenes of any comic book movie I think I've ever seen. Like, it was fine for me until Barry got super upset when he was like visiting his childhood home and started running. And then they did that whole sequence or whatever. Or was that him running to, to Gotham? I can't remember. The straight line that is terrible CGI and looks that, really that was dumb. him. That was him running to Gotham. Yeah, yeah. I, like to open your movie up with something so awful looking. And then the te- so that was horrible. 
it looked horrible and and also was stupid. So there's no <laughs> redeeming quality there. And then to go right from that right into 10 of the most uncanny valley looking CGI babies and like a Yeah, they a, didn't look real, dude. A creepy looking CGI dog and putting a baby in a microwave and it's like you could not if if you told somebody write the worst write the worst opening scene for the flash possible i don't think they could have written a scene as dumb as this scene was i really thought this immediately was like i do think the movie got better as it went on but but this really had me like holy shit i don't even want to be here right now <laughs> like dude it was the is, it's the worst part of the movie i it genuinely easily, think yeah easily the worst part of the movie when the Horrible. baby scene happens i was like if this is the whole movie i don't think i can finish it yeah yeah and the barry is fucking insufferable as a character like he's just uh, twitching, and I understand why. Like they made that decision to make him all like twitchy and just restless leg syndrome and fucking whatever. Like he's got all the energy built up, and like he's got his weird banana and honey sandwich that he needs to order. But like that joke was not even funny. Oh they Jesus! They played it for Christ. so long. It's horrible, horrible, actually horrible. Like. Uh, do you okay i forget who came out and said was it like tom cruise or like some actor who saw this movie and they were like this is the most cinematic superhero movie i've ever seen this is bringing superhero movies back it's like you are high as fuck like what movie did you watch i i just don't i just don't get it like Several big name Hollywood people came out and were like, "The Flash is really amazing." It was Tom Cruise. Yeah, he called the movie's director to rave about it. Nuts, Tom Cruise! You mm-hmm. saved Hollywood's ass, and you might have saved theatrical distribution. Please, please, I just don't get it. What persuades someone? I mean, is that just the Scientology machine going, Tom? You got to take one for the team. Yep. Like probably. Well, and also like Tom Cruise is about making blockbusters that people go into the theaters to see. And so like all these people have a vested interest in making sure that people still go to see movies in a theater. Sure, but if you but the, he also has a personal brand that he needs to try to like keep at a level of prestige and blatantly lying to people about this dog shit movie i mean uh, okay again it wasn't dog shit but like compared to what he said it was it's dog shit it's like how can you just get away why would you say that why would you put your like people trust what tom cruise says i don't know why but they they do do. Yeah, yeah they're they're for sure are people who would be like oh tom cruise said this movie was really good i guess i'll give it a chance and then they well, go and see it, and it starts with 10 CGI babies and the most annoying main character of any superhero movie ever made to this point in time. It's like, what, are we, a, what are we doing? What are we doing? This has an audience score of 85%. That is Snyderverse people. Look, 
maybe Snyderverse people listen to this podcast. If you do, I'm sorry. I'm sure you're cool. But Snyderverse people in general are fucking brain dead. Like, 85%? That's crazy. That's crazy. Objectively crazy. There's nothing subjective about it. That's objectively fucking crazy. It's the Citizen Kane of the DCEU. Like, I don't even... Here we go. The flash goes down like a sparkling tonic due to the lively, strong performance of (laughs) actor Ezra Miller, who personal and legal issues aside is captivating as Barry Allen, the fastest man alive. Yeah, well, sparkling tonics are also unfulfilling in every way and bland and uh, give you indigestion sometimes, just like this fucking movie. Just know that this latest Justice League entry soars from the start with a literal baby shower event before ultimately slowing a bit down to a lengthy final stretch that enjoys one last of many surprise cameos. This is a these are real reviews. This is like have these people never seen a movie? Apparently not. How can you possibly I just don't like I'm truly not I don't think either one of us have anything against like the Flash. We both went in. No, I wanted uh, this movie to be fucking great, man. Same. I like the Flash as a character. It's my favorite DC character. This is not a good movie, objectively. How could you possibly think that? Like, that... There's a lot of this movie that I think people can like. But literally making a mention of the baby scene is absurd. Absolutely fucking insane. Absolutely insane. Oh, man. All right, we got to we got to move on. Yeah. Gotta, yeah, gotta, I just that makes me so mad. Yeah, like what are you crazy. smoking? Crack. Yeah. No um, question. So, Barry is upset because his mother was killed by someone we don't know and <laughs> we still don't know. Um, but and, it is the reverse flash though. Yeah. And uh her dad is his dad, their dad well, no, I guess it's his in the movie. His dad in the movie <laughs> that is in was, jail. That was such a wild ride. You just sorry. Said that. I'm just you know, I'm, on the, <laughs> I'm on the pronoun parade trying to get on the right exit here. Um, oh yeah. His dad is in jail because he was out to get tomatoes, and you couldn't see his face in the camera. So like, he's the only one that would have killed the mom because they he basically finds his mom with a knife. In her gut and her dad. I can't talk today. Fuck Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> How many words do I have to say for this fucking sentence? Oh my God. Why did tomatoes have to play such a strong role, too? Oh. So many moments. I give up. Okay, so yeah. So, Bru- God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening, man? I keep trying to talk and it's not working at all. Holy shit. So oh, you're nailing it. Barry eventually like has a conversation with Bruce Wayne, who's played by Ben Affleck, and is like, I basically want to go back in time because he figures out if he runs fast enough, he can go backwards. Right? Because speed force. 
Um, do you want to talk about what the Speed Force looks like in this movie? Yeah, like I get well. So first of all, this whole movie's look in general, like I said, is very it's Snyderverse. So it's got that weird fucking sepia tone. It just looks like shit. The whole movie looks like shit. And the Speed Force. So in this movie, the Speed Force, basically, when you're like deep in it, it almost becomes like a coliseum of memories, seems like. And then outside of that Coliseum, it seems like there are other Coliseums that create like a multiverse of timelines, which absolutely did not have to. It served no purpose in this movie at all, literally at all. None of these cameos needed to be here. None of the multiverse shit needed to be here. It was Visually, it wasn't super great either. No, no. It it's, didn't it, quite work. Yeah, and like they they came out, I don't know if it was the producer or the director, came out with just the most bullshit excuse of like, well, the CGI doesn't look good because you're seeing it from Barry's perspective. It's like, Jesus Christ, can you just say they didn't fund it enough? Or like, just don't bullshit. People are smarter than that. It's just bad CGI. Like, objectively bad CGI. And uh, it's not because it's not a creative choice. Clearly, it's not a creative choice. It's just bad. Um, From Barry's perspective, the budget wasn't high enough. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No question. No question. Um, But yeah, it's just like a weird, dark coliseum. I don't. I don't know. But uh, like, uh, again, I don't hate the idea in general because the speed force just is whatever. But the execution uh, left a lot to be desired, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little it was a little strange. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, But yeah, so Bruce is like, yeah, uh, probably shouldn't do that. You know, going back in time doesn't really work out most of the time. And uh, Barry's like, well. Too bad, I'm doing it. So he goes back uh, to the day his mom dies to prevent it from happening. And when he returns to the present, he is knocked out of the speed force by like a terrifying looking speeder that ends up being what? The reverse flash, whatever you want to call it. No, no, no. That is not the reverse flash. So I believe that is a a character by the name of Savitar, which... Oh, um, that's right. Yep. Spoiler alert. Again, we already said full spoilers, but it ends up being uh, Barry himself from... Oh, they call him Dark Flash on, on on this website. No, 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 no. I refuse. I refuse. No way. Dark Flash isn't a thing. Reverse Flash is stupid enough. I I will not entertain the concept of a dark flash. Jesus Christ. Yeah, there's a whole thing. It's on the Wikipedia. Oh, my God. A younger version of Barry Allen after he tries over and over again to fix things with time travel. Dark Flash. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what they have it listed in for the credits. Um. I thought he looked really good. Like the scene where he gets knocked yeah, he out cool. by a dark flash. Like honestly, like just enough like horror vibes. I was like all about it. I was like, okay, like who the fuck is this guy? Like we don't know. And they didn't even really address it. I loved that. I thought that was great. 
Um, and so he gets knocked out of the Speed Force by Dark Flash, ends up in an alternate 2013 where his mom is alive. Um, he finds himself and has no powers at all. And so very quickly, like, they go recreate what gave Barry Allen powers, but it gives our main Barry Allen no powers and then gives the new one powers. So yes. They kind of flip-flop. Um, Man, I really hated his younger self. It, just like, a lot, man. Just, just insufferable. Lot. Just yeah. fucking insufferable. I will say, like, everything aside... Literally everything aside, I think Ezra Miller somehow is a really good actor. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, I hated ag- some choices, but I yes. somehow still like pulls off a lot of stuff. Yes, 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 agreed. And again, the, the world's biggest caveat: Ezra Miller is a piece of shit human being. Like, yep. if you don't know about what has gone down with Ezra Miller. Like if you're just like a, not a psycho and you don't like read the (laughs) actor news all the time, like Ezra Miller is a big, big time, horrible person. Uh, and, and should not be allowed to be in movies. And I hope that is not a thing going forward, but, uh, but you know, it is what it is for. It will be. So yeah, it it will be because Hollywood's horrible and the, and the world is also horrible. Money is to be made. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we get kind of like like the little storyline of new uh, Flash's powers, trying to sort it out. While this is all happening, basically the broadcast from Man of Steel with General Zod, uh, you know, coming to Earth trying to find in in the original movie Superman what ends up being Supergirl uh, in this one, and kind of start the invasion of Earth. That that starts happening. Um, and so Barry's like, okay, well, we got to like assemble the Justice League, but the Justice League doesn't really exist. They couldn't find Diana. Victor Stone has not been in his accident yet, so he is not cyborg. Arthur Curry was never born. And so they go to Wayne Manor and they find a very old Michael Keaton Batman who gets the fastest haircut ever. <laughs> yeah, yep. So I did think it one of the positives, I think, something that I thought was interesting, and some might argue that this wasn't interesting, this was just laziness, but I, I liked it. What? Well, you gonna just talk about the spaghetti? No, that wasn't that wasn't bad though. I, I, I didn't love hate the, the spaghetti, spaghetti metaphor. I love that actually. Yeah, I didn't. So he uses a bowl of spaghetti to kind of explain timelines, how timelines work. But what I liked was the fact that there are some things, no matter in what timeline, that just always, that always happen. Like there's, even if it happens in a different time period, like there's seems to be, there's always a Bruce Wayne with an Alfred. Like there's all it's right. almost like canon events, like DC's canon events, like these always happen. Doesn't matter the timeline, doesn't matter the whatever. Um, and I get that's just kind of a way to explain away any inconsistencies. But I did think that was interesting because most movies and universes 
try really hard to like tighten that up. And right. I do kind of like that DC's like, you know what? Fuck it. Who cares? He's older. Why? Nobody knows. It's just a weird, it's just fate. That's I think that's yeah. the word they used. It's like sometimes it's just fate. Yeah. So that, that was kind of cool. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and this and the spaghetti metaphor really helped for me visually and mentally. It just made sense to me, and I thought that that was good. Um, it made me want spaghetti. I haven't had spaghetti yeah. in a long time. Honestly, same. I love some spaghetti. Um, and so they basically use Batman's connections in his Batcave um, to locate a Kryptonian pod that landed on Earth and was discovered in Siberia, of all places. And so they think that's Superman and that the Russians have basically been holding him captive. But they end up breaking in, the three of them, um, to the Siberian military installation and find Kara Zor-El, which is basically Supergirl, Superman's yeah. cousin. A.K.A. by far the best part of this movie. Yeah, she was great. I oh loved my God, every scene best. with Supergirl. Yeah. She moved great, looked great. Everything was great about her. Um, and they rescue... I, I just love the idea. You have a Flash with powers. You have Batman. But then you bring the Flash with no powers? Like, dude's just gonna get shot. Yeah. I would just stay home, probably. I'm not going to a Siberian military base to break out an alien as just a normie. Like, yeah, you gotta right. be kidding me. Give Plus, me a gun or something. Well, right, Batman had, like, six unused suits that we saw. Just throw one of those on. What are also, you doing? You want to know my number one complaint about the Michael Keaton Batman is this would have been a perfect opportunity to have Robin exist. I know. Why? What are they afraid of? Can we just get Robin in a live-action movie in this century, please? What are they afraid of? Robin is the shit. And I hate that they're so scared. We got yep. Bucky. You can do Robin. Yep. So, um, okay. So they break out Supergirl, and then they're like, "We gotta bring her to the sun." And then she just like all of her muscles are just like, bloop, like boom. Yeah. And then she just wipes the entire base, and it's so sick. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. I felt the so bad best. for her too. I was like, I love the idea. They find an alien and they just like keep her in like a little metal ball well i i mean hey i don't know if anybody here is like up on the up on the ufo conspiracy theories but that very recently that's the the rumor is that like the government maybe did that exact thing yeah (laughs) they probably did yeah probably did yeah like there might be a car zorel chilling on earth right now Miles underground in a metal tube. We're not alone, Eric. We're not alone. Well, we're certainly not alone. I I don't buy that. Uh, I, I don't buy that. All we have all these UFOs here, but uh, but in the vast infiniteness of the universe, we're definitely not alone. No question. Like, there. We come in peace, except for the billionaires. Yep. <laughs> yep. We've been listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best. That's the best outcome possible. Yeah. Um. So basically, what all this culminates to is 
they help Flash, the, the original Flash, get his powers again by just apparently just let me just fly you up into the sky and just let you get lightning to death. Um, and so what we end up with is Flash, Flash in a Batman suit, Batman and Supergirl, and they're going to go up against Zod and his army that is trying to terraform Earth and create a new Krypton. So we're basically at Man of Steel again, just with some changes, right? Yep, yep. Um, we find out in the battle that basically General Zod intercepted Kal-El's escape pod and killed him trying to t- trying to retrieve that like codex that was needed to remake Earth into Krypton. Uh, but the codex is actually in Kara and not in Clark. And so basically Zod fights Kara and then we get this like weakened at Bernie's kind of scene. Is it weakened at Bernie's? Am I thinking of the wrong movie? Groundhog's Day is what I meant to say. Okay. I was like, uh, what? Weekend at Bernie's. What weekend well, at Bernie's shit did you see? I will say there is some dead bodies moving around quite a few times in this one. And so basically we keep going back Groundhog's Day fighting this battle, but like every time they lose. Yep. And Zod just like puts this super needle into her chest and just gets the little stuff out that he wants. Yeah. Were you surprised? I didn't buy that, like, at least make it glow green or something to make it clear it's kryptonite. Like, what ra- what normal-ass metal are you stabbing a Kryptonian with Yeah, I was like, easily? Well, yeah, I was like, what is this? Is this just Krypton metal kills Kryptons? It wasn't clear. Yeah. But if it was kryptonite, then you would think that it would affect it the affects other people. Odd, yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe it's but, stronger metal than we have on Earth. Apparently. Maybe. But before that... Kara was fucking shit up and it was awesome. Like it, it is, you can't understate how badass that character was. She was by far the best part of the movie and it was not close. And, and if they don't like, th- I hope they use her for Supergirl in the future. Never again. It'll never happen. I mean, it, 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 you're probably right, but like, she's just so badass. So bad. So badass. Every time on but- screen. Unfortunately, the writers are not feminists and they're like, well, she may be badass, but she's not good enough. Yeah, she's She's got to be skinnier and blonder, actually. Okay. So Superman could defeat Zod, but Supergirl, Batman, and two Flashes could not. You seem seems a little insane. Yeah, because I think Supergirl is cooler than Superman. I agree. You let your dad get sucked up by a tornado. Yeah. What a Lame, loser. What yeah. a fucking loser. That was my biggest problem with Man of Steel. I, I won't agree. go off into a tangent, but like the <laughs> whole point is that Superman wasn't literally able to save his dad because it was a heart attack. It's the whole point. Yeah, that's fucking insane. Just just stand there and let him. You are fa- <sighs> You're as fast as the Flash, dude. So in this movie, they apparently confirm that the Flash is faster than Kryptonians, which I guess makes sense. Like, he probably should be a little bit faster. But um, but regardless, Superman is faster than a speeding bullet. That's, yeah. that's canon. When so, I was like, a little kid, I used to read a book all the time. It was just called Superman versus the Flash, and they have a race around the world, and it always ended up in a tie. 
that he, like the Flash should be a little faster. I think. Yeah, he should because well, Superman is just OP. Yeah, yeah. I and, did like and, and, the jokes that the Flash was making in this movie about Superman's powers. It's like he's a man that's super strong and flies, and he's got laser vision and freeze breath. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. When they made Superman, they were like, well, which powers does he have? And then the other guy was just All like... All of them. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. He got, what else does he have? He has x-ray vision, too. Yes, x-ray vision. The uh, I mean, it depends on what version. Like, depending. Yeah. Some of like writing. the early movies Superman versions are like ridiculous. Like he does go back in time and what Superman yes, 2, I think. Yep, he does go back in time. He has a crazy cellophane S on his chest that he rips off and like throws at people and it like engulfs them. I think that's like the third one. They get a little <laughs> weird after the first two. Yeah, 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 for sure. But um the key the key to going back in time is flying the opposite rotation of Earth Naturally. as fast as you can until the Earth starts rotating the opposite direction, which would actually kill everybody on Earth. Yeah. And uh, that makes you go back in time. Makes sense to me. But I'll, I'll say this. I loved those movies when I was a kid. I'll say this. I've, to this day, never seen a single one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um. I think when, I think when um, Kevin Feige was talking about how they always use Richard Donner's Superman film as like an influence with like new directors and new movies that they make, and like it's kind of like the basis of like what a comic book movie should be. The first two, I think. Interesting. There, I think Superman one and two especially like the Richard Donner cut for the second one are like really, really good. It's like the prototype superhero movie, the first good prototype superhero movie. Cause those came out in like the late seventies. Yeah, that, yeah, that we is didn't ancient. get like another big superhero movie until the eighties, late eighties with Batman when the first Batman movie come out. I can't remember. Yeah, 1989. No, no so highly recommend that shit. That'll probably be my recommendation today. But okay. um so basically they failed to stop Zod. And the two berries travel back in time. They do the whole Groundhog's Day thing, but they're unable to change it. And our original berry is like, yeah, we're not gonna be able to do anything, but 2013 Barry just keeps trying and trying and trying and we're in the speed force and he just keeps going back and going back and going back and everything just like starts to implode. This is where we get like a lot of the cameos start right after this whole thing. Um, and we find out that dark flash comes back. The one that knocked him out and we find out he is an older version of 2013 Barry who still thinks that he can save the world. He just has to keep trying and trying and trying and trying. Um, and prevent the deaths of Batman, prevent the deaths of Kara. And um, there's like this weird paradox loop between like what led to his own creation and then him and Barry kind of have 
the conversation about his mom dying, even though he's already aware of it. And in this scene, it just kind of got like a little anticlimactic for me. And Dark Flash tries to kill Barry, but then impales himself. And then he just like dies, I guess. I don't know. It was like a lot at once. Yeah. I don't think it really worked for me as a scene. No, I would agree. I, to be honest, I still don't, even after you saying that, I still don't even remember really how he died. I don't really remember him impaling himself at all. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. Yeah, he he gets impaled um, and then sacrifices himself to save Barry and wipes the dark flash from the timeline completely. Um. And then, like we, then we have the whole thing we were talking about at the beginning, where you have like all these different multiverses colliding, and they just look like bright colored balls that look like a. Oh yeah, this is the cameo fest. Yeah. What is it called? Like a kaleidoscope ball, almost. It looks like. And there was just so many cameos that I don't really understand the point of it all. There was no point. There was literally no point. It was really just like, hey, remember this, which doesn't work for me. Like, I, th- I feel like the Michael Keaton works for me. George Clooney works so well for me. Yes. Um, yes. Similar to like in Multiverse of Madness, when they go to a different universe and you see like the Illuminati, at least like that has a basis in the story. Right. right. There's a purpose for them being there. It's not just to show them, even though it's like riding that line. It works for me. This was just like. Hey, look at this. And then that's it. This story would have been identical without any of that. Like, there's just no reason for it. Yeah. I mean, like, was it cool seeing some people? Sure. You know, Christopher Reeve is dead. George Reeves, who played the original Superman, is dead. Um, Nicolas Cage finally got his shot. Yeah, he, he he looked super weird, but, you know, it was interesting. They showed him twice. Yeah. Which I guess they just needed to get their money out of it. Adam West is dead. Um, you know, it was it was interesting seeing all these things, but it also was just, like, a little cheap. I don't know. It is weird seeing dead actors in movies uh, when it's not just, like, footage. Like, Adam West was just footage, but Christopher Reeve, like, they... CGI'd that shit. Yeah, I, I've seen people talk about how, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's disrespectful. The whole, I'm sure everyone can imagine that his family had to this. approve it. Yeah. And it's like, if you. I, I mean, find I guess it disrespectful. I do get it. No, it's I don't just weird. Either. It's just a weird, like, uncanny valley thing where I'm like, I know that person is dead. I think there's two ways you can interpret it. One, like, I'm just thinking of, like, if if you're an artist and you have this body of work that you're already really proud of and then you die, either, like, maybe you feel like, okay, this body of work is so pristine. I don't want to add to it. Like, I just want this to be my legacy. But, like, then I would also think, though... 
wouldn't you want the opportunity to continue that legacy to like for longer and to like more generations? And I understand the fear of like, well, but you're not around to make sure somebody doesn't fuck it up, which I get. So that's what I would say is like, he didn't say anything in the movie. Yeah. Which to me is good. If you say something, then like that person has no autonomy to say this is something I would say or do. Right, right, right. But right. the fact that they just showed him, to me, as as a big Christopher Reeve Superman fan, I was like, that's a great way to honor his legacy. Because right, he's just, important to the character, right? It's basically just like a crazy high-tech photo at this point. Yeah, like 100%. Just a 100 yeah. percent perfect uh, perfect analogy it's really just showing his photo or another way of showing like archival footage in a movie that is really just not archival footage yeah yeah they didn't do anything different with him you know and i i thought it was a fine way to honor his legacy i really it's not disrespecting who it is their own family has to approve this stuff it's not like they can just bring dead people into movies and just do whatever they want right and so I don't. I don't see it as something to get upset over. I just didn't like all the cameos because it just didn't have any meaning. But like seeing them and yes, taking yeah. it out of the story, I'm like, that was pretty cool. Like seeing that yeah. character again. Like I didn't need it in the Flash. Yeah, I think that is the. I think that is the correct take. Is like some of them were like, okay, that's cool, but like they, there's no purpose to any of them. Yeah, like in the context of the movie itself. It, it was meaningless. Yeah. Like, absolute zero meaning. But if you're just looking at them, just in the cameo sequence, you're like, yeah, that's pretty cool. You're seeing all those old actors, you know, in, in that context again. Sure. Fun. It it feels like, D- like, I can feel the desperation from DC of like, oh yeah. my God, multiverse is so hot. How can we do it? It's like, you don't have to. You do not have to. Everything yeah. in the world doesn't need to be a multiverse story now. Like, yeah, and you know what? There's too much of it now. Yes, it's really it's, annoying. Yes. It's really annoying. 100%. Between this, the MCU, and the Spider-Verse stuff, it's just way too much. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, it's too easy. It's too easy for me. I don't know. Yep. But, yeah, so this all happens. Um, Barry goes back and... He has this moment with his mom that is completely bizarre and not of any reality in which a stranger just consoles someone crying that they've never met. It was bizarre and would never happen in the real world, but whatever. And he basically takes the tomatoes that his mom dies because that's just what needs to happen so that the earth can live on. And at the very end, we find out that the only thing he did decide to change was where the tomatoes were at on the shelf because his dad in the video never shows his face because he's looking down at the tomatoes that are lower on the shelf. And so he puts them at the top of the shelf so that the footage from the security camera shows his dad, his dad's face looking up at the tomatoes, which helps him get out of prison. Now, did he put every can of tomatoes on the top of the shelf? That like, is how my did... assumption is that he did. He moved all of them. Okay. Otherwise, yeah, I don't know. That, that that is what I that's what I thought happened is that he rearranged the entire shelf so that they were all on the top. And we see him get out of get out of the courthouse or whatever after this all happens, and 
Bruce Wayne calls him and he's like, I have so much to tell you, blah, 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 blah. You hear his voice a little bit. The same card pulls up and it's fucking George Clooney. Yeah. And uh, as you and I discussed via text message, this so people made a little bit of a fuss over the Guardians of the Galaxy F-bomb, which in my opinion didn't work at all. Felt like abrasive and weird and it wasn't funny. This one I thought was very funny. Yeah. And I did not see it coming because uh, Barry just goes, George Clooney comes, steps out of the car and Barry just goes, who the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't, I didn't see any spoilers for this movie and seeing George Clooney pop up at the end yeah, was the was best part sick. of the entire movie for me. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty Mostly good. Mostly because George Clooney always shits on how terrible the Batman experience was for him. Yep. 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 <laughs> and so I loved it. I love George Clooney. I just love him. And so I loved that. Great ending of a movie, too. Who the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, so I do wonder if James Gunn is going to use any of this. I hope he doesn't. Probably I hope not. he doesn't. I hope he just throws it all in the trash. But if he does... Is there any chance we see George Clooney suit up as Batman again? Never. I think there's a small chance. I'm not as I'm not as down on it as you are. I think there is a chance. I'll never say never. I mean, uh, you just, just like, did say never 15 seconds before you just said I'll never say never. I'm just oh I'm just saying. Gosh. I'm just saying. Valid. <laughs> Valid. Eric, you're gonna be upset with me. Okay. Because I also said I would never have to go to the bathroom during this podcast. God damn it! There's like 10 minutes left. It's, it's We can coming. wrap it up. It's coming. You want to uh, wrap it up? Yeah, we can All wrap right. it up quickly. So the post credit scene is just <laughs> Barry telling a drunken Arthur Curry about his experiences traveling the multiverse. I'm glad we didn't stick around. Yeah. But yeah. let's rate this bitch. Okay. Because it's coming. Yep. Oh, my God. I don't know if I can do this, actually. Oh, no. Be right Come back. On. I got to go. On. I got to go. All right. I'm going to talk about my rating and why. Right, you do it. Okay. I'm not editing this shit for everyone listening. You're probably like, oh, my God, how unprofessional. Any other podcast would probably edit this out. Yeah, well, this is the Infinity Watch difference, okay? We're not every other podcast. I am much lazier than anyone else editing a podcast and i absolutely refuse to do extra work i would much rather just vamp for a couple of minutes um so i don't have to cut anything in the edit then i just uh, throw it in a little audio program and i hit go and it's uh does its thing it's a, it's a much better way to live but anyways so, as we always do on the Infinity Watch podcast, we are going to rate this movie out of six whole Infinity Stones. We cannot break an Infinity Stone, sadly. Um, I think I'm going to give this movie a light two out of six. A light two out of six for me, only because I think Kara was amazing. Um, she was great. She was great. What was your number? Two out of six. Damn. Um, Damn. And and that extra that 
it's it's only for Kara and for George Clooney, I would say. Uh, I George. thought, oh yeah, he's at least a point. Yeah, I, I thought Barry Allen was fucking insufferable the whole movie, and and I thought it. I, I hate it. We didn't talk about this, but I hate it when movies try to be self-referential to like make excuses for something that's objectively bad. Because there was a point in the movie where. Barry Allen was like, oh, my God, I'm so annoying. I totally get it now. And it's like, yeah, that doesn't make up for the fact that you're fucking not. <laughs> that you're annoying. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's you're not like you have no redeeming qualities at all to watch. Yeah. And you referencing it doesn't make that any better. Yep. So I'm with you. So it's just fucking so stupid. In general, this movie was not good. Um Anybody, anybody who is saying this movie is like really good has Stockholm syndrome. Don't pay attention to them. It's that's it's fucking insane. If you oh, let, let me rephrase that. If you're like the biggest fan in the world of like Man of Steel style superhero movies, then I guess you might like this one. See, but, but here's like, my thing. Here's my thing. I, I get what you're saying, right? These movies have an aesthetic. Yes. Not any, like barely any of my issues with these movies are the aesthetic. I have some issues with these. Is it my thing? Not really. But like, if it was a well-written, good movie with this aesthetic, I would probably still give it like five out of six or a six out. If the movie's good, I can get over the aesthetic. This movie was fine. Agreed. Just fine. Agreed. You know, I would give this a solid three out of six Infinity Stones. Because half of it, I thought, had some fun moments. Yeah. And Cherry picked out. And then half of it was just garbage, like you were saying. Yeah. Like, just weird shit, poor choices, bad CGI, things that didn't quite work. But, like, you knew the story had to go that way, and they just kind of did. And it was just fine. If you think this movie is great. You, you objectively have poor taste. That's I'm sorry. <laughs> or at least watch more movies. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that's fair. It's I know like, this is like an opinion, but like it, it really. If you think this is great, then you have to like really reevaluate. No, I. Uh, yeah, I, I do think. I think that's fair though. Like, like I don't. If you think this movie's great, then. The, good news there's way better movies out there. yeah oh like, man i wish i thought this movie was great now actually. yeah yeah it's like that's not necessarily like a negative thing it's like that that means that there's an entire world of much better movies out there for you to enjoy and you should look into them how and much will would be... you enjoy life if you think this is great like you oh. must have a great time yeah i mean it's probably amazing it's yeah. probably amazing. And you know, it had a lot of a lot of the right elements there. I agree. I, I agree. There definitely were like I feel like we it's you know, it's more fun to shit on things. So we've been mostly negative during this. But there were definitely redeeming qualities. There were definitely parts that were cool. Keaton but, was great. I love that. Kara was great. I thought the flash suit looked pretty good. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Good flash suit for sure. You know, like a lot of like the action sequence. I thought Ben Affleck's Batman was great. Um, you know, a lot of that stuff worked for me. It's just like when you're looking at the whole story and beat by beat how things are going, 
That's where it really falls apart. And honestly, like the beginning was some of the most abhorrently, poorly written, poorly shot sequences I've ever seen. The whole baby hospital thing. So bad. Him running down like a straight line of terrible CGI. It was just awful. Like that, that was really bad. It probably got better. And I think the best sequence was probably the moment we meet Keaton's Batman through to uh, Kara dying was probably my favorite yes. part for the most part. I would I would agree. I think there's one moment before that I that I think personally was probably the funniest part in the movie where um OG Flash realizes he lost his powers and he's trying to run around and oh, he's that doing was hilarious. that goofy flash run but just like without like just in a circle and he looks yeah, so they're like, stupid. They're at like the Central City Labs. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, uh, you just hear like the the soles of his shoes squeaking on the ground. <laughs> that was really funny. That was really good. Also, we learned that canonically, uh, Barry Allen is a virgin, which is pretty funny. That's thanks true. To, thanks to the lasso of truth. Um, the lasso of truth joke was really cringe. It but was. I cringe. still liked it. Yeah, it, it was cringe. I have too uh, big of an ego to admit that. <laughs> um. But I, I mean, I liked, like, I like Gal Gadot. I, I thought it was cool that she showed up. Every DC movie has to have a Wonder Woman cameo from now on, apparently. Yeah, I guess. Because she showed up in uh, Shazam 2 as well. But, like, she seems like, like, she seems like she's having fun with that character. I think she's a really good fit for, for that character. So it's like, Too bad they'll yeah. never use her after this. Yeah, unfortunately. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not trying to say anything negative about uh, uh, female superheroes because I do like a lot of them. But, man, I just don't give a shit about Wonder Woman. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody would have made that assumption until you qualified it. Well, I, you know. <laughs> you know. You, you, like, intentionally dug yourself in a hole there. There's no reason. I just. Uh, well, it's like the only one that they got, right? In this one, we yeah, got Supergirl, yeah, which yeah, was yeah. like a, such a breath of fresh air. Yeah, like I actually cared about Kara, and um, yeah, Wonder Woman. I don't know. It's like they decided she can fly after the first movie, uh, and it just doesn't really work. But I will say, the visual of the lasso is the coolest fucking thing. Yeah, it looks really good. It it's really always good. looked really good, and that first Wonder Woman movie was great until the end. It was absolutely great until the end. I don't remember the end, but I I remember thinking it was great. And then I remember being very disappointed by the second one. It was basically like a, a war movie. And it was talking about how like evil is in within people. And I thought that they were going to like show that like Ares, the god of war, was actually like not affecting people. And it was just like sometimes oh, there's evil yeah. within men. But then it just turned into a gigantic CGI <laughs> shit fest between Ares and yeah. Wonder Woman at the end. And it was just really stupid. Like you could have had a nice story about how sometimes evil infects humanity and people make wrong choices. But they're like, no, dark CGI fight DC. So, but yeah, I would give it a three or a three. Eric, you gave it a two, right? Yes. All right. Let's jump over to recommendations you got anything good for us this week 
Yeah, so I have been watching, um, I don't know if everybody, I actually recommended season one of Star Wars Visions. It is that animated Star Wars show where it's just like one-off 10 to 15 minute stories of like various anime studios. At least the first season was various anime studios just doing like 10 to 15 minute Star Wars stories. Um, and it was really, really good. And they dropped season two like a while back, but I just never watched it until recently and god damn it is so good particularly i just want to recommend the first episode of the second season it's called sith and it's um you know it's kind of surprising that they allowed one of these episodes to have such like just like a a name that is just like sith like it seems like you know, you would think like, oh, that should be reserved for like something really iconic. And it fucking is because this is, and look, I'm going to say this. You guys are going to think there's no way that's true, but watch it and tell me I'm fucking wrong. This is the Into the Spider-Verse of Star Wars. The animation style, the animation style broke my fucking brain. Like it is beautiful it's absolutely unbelievable i've never seen anything like it ever in my life um it's just like i don't even really know how to describe it just because i've never seen anything like it but it's like an unbelievable animation style that just plays with like color and uses color to kind of define the force visually in a way that it's never even close to been done before um amazing mind-blowing it's like 15 minutes of your time watch the short sith uh season two episode one of star wars visions you will absolutely not be disappointed it is unbelievable like truly my mind was was really blown and uh it's amazing so that's my recommendation please do it damn i don't know how to one up that well, last week I recommended Slow Horses, the book. It's also an Apple TV show. Um, I watched the first season in two days. It's really good. Wow. Um, honestly, like the perfect book to TV show adaptation because it's basically the exact same thing. Nice. And I loved it because sometimes they're wildly different or sometimes they're just a little too different. I don't like it. I loved it. I've already finished the second book. I'm starting to watch the second season, which is each season is one book. Man, I wish every book was adapted that way. It's so amazing. Yeah. Um, so that's great. But really, my true recommendation, if you've never watched them, watch Superman 1 and 2. Um, they came out in 1978 and 1980, I believe. Um, there's two more after it, but they get a little bit silly, but I highly, highly, highly recommend watching both of those movies. I think if you like superhero movies, they're very good for their time and you can get some original general Zod action in there. You also get some, uh, you get some Lex Luthor stuff in there too. Highly recommend it. I think they're both really good. So check that out. Nice. And then we will be back next week 
talking about episode one of Secret Invasion, because that is getting going, I think, starting Wednesday. So we will be on a regular cadence for the next several weeks while that's going on. But if you got comments, you got questions, you got whatever, you can reach out to us, Twitter, at Infinity Rewatch, or email the Infinity Watch Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and there's a super secret special subject line that you should yeah, use yeah, when you wait, email us. What is it? Oh, man. I'm and uh, it is the tagline of this very show. I believe goes a little something like, <gasps> fuck the billionaires. Fuck them. Fuck them. This will get rid of them all. Yep.